All right, everybody, welcome back to Two Dope Brothers in a Podcast. No, it's been a long two-week hiatus, but Chris and I are back, and we've got a lot to get off our chest. Let's jump into the show. Thank you guys for tuning in, and hope you enjoy. What's up, big man? What's going on, home slice? Oh, you know, just chilling like a villain with the gold tooth filling. Right? Mm-mm-mm. Nice. All right, man. So should we get into this? It's been a two-week hiatus, and we are back better than ever. Welcome, everybody, to Two Dope Brothers and a Podcast, episode 19, with uh, myself. I'm Daryl, and I've got on the line with me the man with the plan. The 50, man, the man with the plan, Big Chris. Fifty grand in his hand, Big 50 Chris. Fifty grand. Oh man, I wish I had fifty grand in my hand. Big Chris B. What's Big Chris on? B. What's going on, brother? Man, I'm kicking it old school. I'm getting over almost dying about seventy-five times over the last two weeks. I'm trying to just lay low and, and maintain. What kind of action were you getting into that uh, you almost died 75 times? I feel like that's a, a high number, but I, I, you're from Colorado, so I put nothing past you, and that it's, could actually be a legit <laughs> statement by all means. It's been quite a, it's been quite a two weeks, uh, henceforth the hiatus. Um, yeah, no, two weeks ago, I went uh, on, a, on a boys' weekend adventure for Valentine's Day. Uh, it seems to work out that way for me and uh, a couple of my crazy buddies that we uh, end up hanging out on Valentine's. And so we had uh, a weekend planned where we were going to go uh, to southern Colorado and, and do some uh, snowmobiling at Pagosa Springs. All right. And, uh, yeah, so we did that. Me and my buddy Mikey, we rode down there. To, he drove and I rode with him. And uh, what was normally a five-hour drive turned into a seven-and-a-half-hour drive because of uh, road conditions and uh, I know shit. We drove through a uh, drove through a legitimate avalanche, which was something to see and, and to experience. An avalanche. Uh, oh. Yeah, late, late, late at night, coming over Wolf Creek Pass. Um, uh, we had seen a couple of like spillouts on onto the roadway after the plow had gone through, and we were commenting on it. And then, just as we said it, another one like came down and hit the side of Mike's truck, and we drove through it pretty easily. And and uh, we arrived at our Airbnb safely after seven and a half hours. We met my dad's or my buddy's dad down there and little brother and uh they had been in the house for about three hours uh with no power no heat in the house uh we uh drank some beers and went to sleep in a cold dark house and almost froze to death and then uh woke up to uh my crazy buddy and my brother banging on the door at like three in the morning needing help dug out of this ditch and um we politely declined uh, we mike and i we uh we went back to sleep and uh we we got together with them about seven in the morning, got a good night's sleep, and and went to help them out. But they dug from about three to seven. It was it was pretty intense. It it, it, it sounds like uh, you had quite the rough patch, but it, I mean, <laughs> it sounds like a, a typical Tuesday in Colorado. That was a that was a Thursday <laughs> night in Colorado. That was Thursday a Thursday in Colorado. Yeah, that's how we did it. Uh, and then the next morning, yeah, at seven, we went right off to a snowmobiling. Um, mind you, I'd never been snowmobiling before. So I was a little, uh, a little wow. nervous. Yeah, my uh, my crazy buddy has a lot of really uh, expensive snowmobiles, really fast snowmobiles, and uh, and so what a better way to learn on, a, on other than on a rocket ship? And uh, of course, 
Yeah, of course. Naturally, um, you know, throw your warm weather gear on and and uh, and uh, go snowmobiling. So that's what we did. And not five minutes down the trail, uh, there was a line of us. His uh, his girl was leading us, and then it was my brother and Mike, and then me, and then uh, my buddy's uh, little brother, and then him bringing up the rear. And I came around this turn, and I was like, "Damn, you could go off that ledge pretty easily." And I went past it, and and. Uh, about 30 seconds later on the walkie-talkie, my buddy said, come back, come back. Uh, my brother totaled Mike Sled. He fell off a cliff, blah, blah, blah. So we go back thinking it wasn't going to be all that bad. And sure as shit, uh, this fucking uh, sled flew off the cliff probably 85, 100 feet down. And his brother Nick was hanging on the side of this this icy rock. And uh, my buddy had to run over and backpack and, and dust him <laughs> off and... and basically save him i mean it sounds like we were being really dramatic with it but honest to god saved him uh once we all got turned around and got back there uh, the sled was you know at the bottom of this 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 cliff wall and so we had to work our way down this this little gorge and work our way down the ledge and get to the get to the sled now i don't want to give you any uh illusions of grandeur i sat my ass on the sled and let these boys go do it because we were at about (laughs) eleven thousand five hundred feet of elevation in uh, you know, I'm about six four, and uh, the snow came up over my belly button many a time. So I was winded, and we were seven minutes into this adventure. Uh, so my two uh, really in shape buddies went down and tried to get this sled out. And I'll be goddamn Daryl if this sled didn't fucking fire up right after they fixed the key in the ignition. This goddamn <laughs> sled fired up, and uh, and then uh, my brother and I we went down and we uh, ended up working on getting them out. Uh, tore up my knee a little bit. It's a little swollen and funky. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, so that was it. We got uh, Nick saved. He uh, didn't die. The sled worked the rest of the weekend. There were no other major incidents um, other than, you know, walking through waist-deep, chest-deep snow the entire time at elevation. It, it was, uh, I- I'm out of shape, I've come to realize. Hmm. So I think I can sum your trip up in in one hashtag, Chris. And if it was one hashtag, it would be hashtag white people shit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. wow, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would just there, be sitting there are, by the there fire are no, drinking there hot are cocoa. No brothers up there. That is a hundred percent for sure. It is a white people activity. Um, it's an in shape white people activity. I. It was really fucking. It was a lot of work. Well, next time, give a brother a call because, you know, we got to break all types of barriers in 2019 and I will come snowboard um, as long as I can do flips off of the side of a mountain. I'll be pretty happy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, it, it's been a crazy two weeks, Chris, and obviously we detailed your exploits, but I have a bit of news for our followers as well. Oh, get breaking news. Um, while we were on our two week hiatus, I uh, recently started my own business. You did. What yes, are you doing? Yes. So I am actually entering into the photography world. Um, it's been a hobby. Now it's uh, going to be a passion. And it's going to be something I really am uh, putting myself 110% behind. Uh, it's it's real, real world photography, R-Y-L space W-O-R-L-D, then photography um, on the Instagrams and Facebooks. But uh, yeah, I will be starting my own photography business. Been shooting just some local stuff right now, and uh, had a couple models um, from the neighborhood who were wanted to work with me. So I got some pictures with them. Um, 
But yeah, man, I'm going to be... Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just gloss over models. I need a specific... Uh, just, just neighborhood folk, Chris. Not, oh, uh, uh, not, uh, not Swedish blonde and blue eyes. Damn. All right, all right. That's, that's kind of what I was picturing was big booty hoes and stuff. But no, no, yeah. no, no. Nothing. Right. No, we're not, we're not on that level yet. I'm not, uh, I'm not taking photo yeah. shoots. Did at, you? At you said, you yet. said yet though. You said yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soon, okay. soon, I'll, soon I'll be shooting for two live crew, but just not, not today. All right, all right. Not all today. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, boy. Just so, how, are you liking it? Are you enjoying it? Oh yeah, man! It's it's so much fun. I'm gonna enjoy being my own boss and, uh, you know, really being able to drive my business the way I want to drive it and yeah. get to experience the things I want to experience, do the things I want to do with it. Um, I mean, just if you if you're not into if you're not into photography, uh, the camera gear it's in itself is amazing. Just the technology, um, the precision of glass. Um, you, you know, you didn't. I, I didn't think much of photography years and years and years ago when it was offered in high school but um if you know the composition of the lenses and the sensors that are in these cameras now it is one complete undertaking i've been going to youtube university uh doing a lot of research um into some topics that i needed some help with uh there's a great guy on there uh jared Pollen. Uh, also goes by fro nose photo um he's absolutely hilarious uh tells it like it is isn't that the bad guy on Incredibles? Or no, the good guy. He's the black guy on, on Incredibles, isn't it? Frozone? Frozone. Frozone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not, not him. This is a, no. this is a, uh, a pretty in-shape uh, Jewish dude from Philly. So completely different ends of the spectrum here. But uh, okay. he, does a great, he does a great series just uh, talking to photographers, amateurs, pros, and beginners um, about kind of what goes into being successful. He's shot for Rolling Stone and all these other high-profile publications, so he knows what he's talking about. And, Dope uh, city. I find what's, the name of, what's the name of the Instagram again so we can follow you? Yeah, it's uh, Real World Photography. It's R-Y-L world w-o-r-l-d and then photography um that's on instagram and on facebook yeah check it out i'll post stuff there uh pretty much daily um so yeah man i'm getting that off the ground getting that started and uh, hell yeah more good shit to come dude it's fantastic i took some pictures at a work event this week too they uh i'm pretty worthless at work some of the times and so they found a job for me to do and it was to take pictures (laughs) nice and uh you know i shake like a dog shit in pine cones i can't see good uh, but you know what? I took some fucking pretty good pictures. They paid me in Omaha steaks as kind of a, you know, thank you. So I was pumped about that. Well, now, you know, they can hire me next time. Yeah. And that's going to be my pitch to them next time. And we can podcast live from your work events. What's that? that? Uh, well, I'm just saying we can podcast live from your work events. Oh, my time. alarm went off on my phone. I got to check in for my flight tomorrow. I'm headed to Dallas tomorrow. <laughs> the D, the D, the big D. No, that's the little D. I live in Denver. That's the big D, motherfucker. Come on now. Uh, the D. Yeah. Give it the D. Yeah. Uh, what takes you to Dallas, Chris? Is that work? Is that pleasure? Is it a little bit of both? Um, it's going to be awful time. I got conned into it to uh, you know, go down and see my brother's new house and help him move things out of his old house into the new house. Um, so I'm going to be helping him move. So I'm doing a big brother deed. Well, sir, I think you are commendable for that. Um, 
anytime you can help a little brother out and help him move into the next stage of his life, I think that's admirable. Uh, I just hope he pays you in Budweiser. Uh, well, the joke's on that pussy. Uh, I, my back is still blown out from snowmobiling, so I won't be able to <laughs> at all. I'm probably just going to be hanging out with the nephews, getting them in trouble and stuff. So, yeah, joke's on him. Idiot. As a good uncle should. As a good yeah. uncle should. Yeah. Uh, so we got a little piece of housekeeping, Chris. I got to clear something up. And, you oh. know, it's a bone of contention with me. Okay. Uh, you know, I, your wife. We're going to have oh, to boy. talk about your wife, man. Oh, boy. She okay. she has gone on another podcast before coming on Two Dope Brothers in a podcast, and I'm feeling some sort of way about it, man. Um, why? She's not invited on this one. Well, I feel like she could inspire our listeners. She could. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely very inspiring, but she's like hell of inspiring. She's not all, it, she's not all that funny, you know. This is a funny podcast some of the time. Well, I feel like the two of you together have to be funny, right? Uh, well. <laughs> yeah for sure or is it like an 85 you know 80, what is it like 80 20 split 85 15 split funny on your side um something like that d you're trying to get me in trouble with this conversation right now yeah she's funny she's inspiring <laughs> she's beautiful and intelligent she won't listen to this so that just falls on deaf ears but yeah no uh she keeps getting invited to lots of podcasts she's she's really good at what she does um she's like a you know she's a boss bitch. So that's like her thing. Yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, we're not mad, but I, I did happen to listen to that podcast uh, that she did. Um, guys, I don't know all the details. Maybe I'll plug it in the show notes at the end of the show. If you want to really go take a listen to it. Uh, but yeah, Chris's wife, total, total badass. Uh, do that epic shit. Yeah. Um, she's something. Yeah. So totally. So Chris is uncomfortable. Let's move on. Um, hey, speaking of listening to podcasts, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. Before yeah, yeah. we listen to podcast topic, did you by any chance in, in, in this universe listen to Joe Rogan's podcast today with fucking Alex Jones on there? <laughs> oh, man, you know, I, I, I heard, I saw something in the Twitterverse, but I did not listen. Uh, lay it on us, Chris. Fill us in on the deets. Well, it was, it, I can't do it all justice because he was on there about five hours. Holy uh, shit. But he, it, you, those of you that don't know, Alex Jones is a well-known um, conspiracy theorist, I guess you could be, you know, the best describe him. He has been known to kind of uh, say that uh, Sandy Hook was not real, and he thinks about uh, uh, a lot of really weird shit. There's interdimensional uh, animal spirits, uh, bloodsuckers that are in the government, and he's a fucking, he's got the craziest point of view on, on basically everything. Uh, but he was on Joe Rogan today, and uh, once again, said some five hours with the outlandish shit, but there's one piece in particular where uh, Eddie Bravo, um, who's uh, founder of 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu and one of Joe Rogan's good buddies, uh, he, he asked him the question about um, uh, goading him on into asking him about late-term abortions and, and how the Senate is voting on that. Oh. And this guy fucking lost his goddamn mind. I sent you a clip on Twitter today, Daryl. Uh, but basically just went on for like a minute. Uh, I thought his head was going to explode. It was a, a tirade full. Like, I always think I get pretty mad and freak out sometimes, but this fucking guy really set the bar high. Like, I got to start having much better freak outs to keep up with this guy. He, uh, it was pretty epic. Um, yeah, so I laughed my ass off at that. So it's definitely worth the listen. Uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe I was Rogan. watching it. I was watching it live on YouTube. Um, yeah, it good was man. good man. Fan fucking tastic. 
Oh man, I gotta check that out uh, for sure. Um, you know, it, it, it's so funny, Chris. We've been off the we've been off the internets for the last two weeks, and there's so much to catch up on. Um, but you know, there's one sports story that strikes me as very odd, and um, you know, very interesting. And I'm interested to get your takes on this because I know this is a team that you hold in high regards. You have a lot of respect for these guys from their quarterback to their head coach to their owner. But um, Mr. Mr. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, um, was, was, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't remember. It's been so long. Arrested, charged um, with soliciting prostitution. Um, Yep, Yep, he sure was. Can I get your thoughts on this, Chris? Uh, I mean – First and foremost, I don't have anything to say about the human trafficking thing. I think we can all agree that that's a bad deal. That's a shitty. That's a shitty thing. Uh, uh, but second of all, uh, <laughs> I think the article said he rolled up in a Bentley uh, and he got his old seventy-year-old dick jerked off and sucked off at the fucking rub and tug. And they got it on camera. And it happened twice. <laughs> Oh God, it's on camera. Oh Lord. Yeah, yeah. So to me, Ooh. um, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um, now, 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 as a fellow who's never officially been to a, a rub and tug, what, um, the, the, what the fuck does that mean? Officially, have you unofficially been to a rub and tug? Yeah, Chris? I have. I have unofficially been to a rub and tug. That's a story for a different day. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, but this fucking guy. Um, I, I guess I don't understand it. Uh, to me, if you're a billionaire and you're of that stature, you could really probably, without a hell of a lot of effort, pick up any girl in any room, married or not, to be honest. Uh, so I don't understand, like, I get the convenience of it. I get that part of it. You go in, you drop a hundred bucks, you walk out happy, whatever. But he could have a, an entire phone book of those girls that are willing to do it any time at a drop of and the whole prostitution part of it, like that's something that doesn't like, I don't get that part of it. Uh, but it's funny. It, the whole thing is fucking hilarious to me. He went on the day of the AFC championship game and then flew to Kansas city after getting, getting whacked <laughs> off at the rub and tug. <laughs> Boy, are you whacking in my camper? Uh, <laughs> like I just, it's fucking, it's just silly to me. And it's silly that it's news. Like, yeah. I, I, if, if you listen to the podcast regularly, you and or if you know me at all, you know I'm a pretty liberal fucking guy. They ought to probably just legalize prostitution, legalize marijuana, just legalize it all, and quit the black market with it. Like, quit. Like, I think that would do a lot for the human trafficking. I think that would do a lot for the illegal, illicit drug sales if we all just fucking made it legal. And you know. They could be checked and all that stuff like they do in Las Vegas or Nevada, you know? It would be safer. It wouldn't be such a seedy underbelly of it, maybe. I don't know. I just It's silly that it's news. Yeah, it just, I think it's, it's, it's just very interesting. I mean, the guy's in his 70s. He was married for years and years and years and years. And unfortunately, his wife passes away from cancer. And, uh, you know, you've been out of the game for that long. I guess maybe it's the quickest, easiest way to get your fix, but you know, my there, question there, is: there my question worse. is, did he have there to are... pop a Viagra? Did he have to like was on his way over there? Was he like, yep, hitting this Viagra down? Because I think when you're seven, your dick probably don't work very good. Um, there's a lot to it, Daryl. Yeah, that was know. a real thought out know. process. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I can't speak for the details, Chris. We can only ask one man for that. But, um, you know, I, speculate. I, 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 I don't know if it's very newsworthy. It was made to be this big scandalous thing. But, um, you know, Bob Kraft, I hope you I hope you bust that nut that you so desperately need. And <laughs> I hope you're a happy man, dude. Go get what you need, man. You're, you're doing an amazing job with your football team. Go get whatever the hell you want in this world. Yeah, and quit doing such an amazing job with that stupid football team. All right, so moving on. Uh, baseball news, Chris, only because your team is actually doing shit right now. Uh, mm, making moves. Nolan, making moves. Nolan Ardecado, Ardecado, Ardenado. Uh, you better learn to say it right. Eight year, eight year deal. Can't remember the exact figures. I'm sure. Two, I'm sure you'll tell 260. me. Okay, two sixty. Highest position player in baseball. Thirty two point five a year. Highest position player in baseball. Um, what the hell are the Rockies thinking? Well deserved. Uh, no, and he. Um, I, I, I'm okay with the money. I'm okay with every every single aspect of it. Uh, he's. And I know you're going to argue it because that's what you do. But absolutely, uh, I I would say arguably one of the top two or three best players in the league. Bullshit. Uh, offensively, offensively, defensively. Bullshit. You can mm. you bullshit. Uh, Javier Baez. Okay. Anthony Rizzo. Um, excuse me. What? Oh, come on. You can't just you can't just start naming Cubs. That that discredits you. No, but uh, oh. but for real. <laughs> even even if you just give him a top five rating in in Major League Baseball, he's he's a wonderful player. He's not injury prone. He stays healthy, which is uh, a huge part of it. Um, you never hear about the guy fucking hitting his wife or girlfriend or driving drunk or popping for drug tests. Like he's a good guy. Uh, he eats, sleeps, everything he fucking talks about is baseball. Uh, oh, wait, Chris, a- I'm just getting this in. Um, in that surveillance of Bob Kraft, Nolan Arnold, oh, it was Nolan get out of here. who was doing yeah. the rubbing and tugging. So, yeah, come on, get out of here. It's, no, breaking, he's a good it's breaking news here on CNN. So he, He's a good dude. He's a six-time gold glove winner. He's constantly at the top of the league in RBIs, home runs. War. I mean, he, he's a fucking. He's a he's a ball player. He's the guy you want on your team, and he's uh, he's young. And I think with him and Charlie Blackman, even if they're not the best baseball team, it's exciting to watch. So from that aspect, I like it too. And then if you look at it from keeping him out of the hands of the Yankees and the Dodgers next year, because, because those guys those guys were going to outbid you for it. You, it was a matter of time before the Dodgers or the Yankees got to him. Uh, so you kept you didn't you. You kept them away from letting them be your farm team, you know? Like, you're an actual major league team. You are you now have the richest player contract in league history. It's it's pretty awesome. I like it. So, I asked this question to you, Chris, since you are a huge Rockies fan. If it came down to having to keep Chuck Nasty or Nolan, who are you rocking with all the way? Man, that's tough. Well, we, Charlie's, my, Charlie's my favorite player. We need an answer, sir. Yeah, Charlie's my favorite, but Nolan's better, so Nolan. Ooh, I hope Chuck Nasty don't listen to this podcast, man. Uh, I think we're safe on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but he just followed us today, so. That would be something. Yeah, right? Absolutely. It would be be a hell of a something. All right, what else we got going on, Chris? Serve Um, it up, serve it up. Huskers, uh, they uh, hired a new defensive line coach. Is Is that worthy? Yeah. Okay, um, Husker running back got arrested. Yeah, is that newsworthy? Yeah, that that's that's a little newsworthy. Um, that's a bummer. Lead it off, Chris. Oh, uh, this is a touchy one because it involves kitty porn. 
Um, Let's tread lightly on this one, shall we? <laughs> yeah, I, and that's what I'm trying to do because it's weird all the way around. I don't know. It, it, he made some bad decisions. You can say he's young. You can make all those excuses. So, um, so let's o- kind of a shitty. He just comes with a sh- kind of a shitty person. So let's you know? let's open up the topic here, Chris. Um, with uh, in light of a lot of the things that have been happening, um, mostly with Kyler Murray and the tweets uh, that were found before his Heisman Trophy acceptance. Um, so now what's going on with Murray's Washington? Uh, what happened to Kyler Murray? Well, so, you know what happened to Kyler Murray. All the insensitive tweets that he had had um, when he was a teenager on his Twitter account that were kind of brought up and dug up and put into light. We kind of touched on this earlier, but it's a question that I'm going to pose to you and I'll, I'll pose to our audience. You guys can hit us up on Twitter at Tudo Podcast or Instagram at Tudo Podcast. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, how long should the mistakes from when you're a juvenile, so anything under the age of 18, how long should you be held accountable for those actions in the social media sphere, right? So we know a lot of the kids nowadays are, had social media all throughout their development. So, you know, for you and I, Chris, social media was much more into our adulthood. Uh, for these kids, they've had it since probably the time they had their first cell phone in you know, yeah. eighth or ninth grade. So, yeah. yeah how long should these kids have to pay for the crimes of the past as adults um, in the real world? I mean, obviously, I some, things, obviously some things take precedent over others, yeah. but just in the light of, you know, what people are able to dig up about what you may have said or thought. The, the social media thing is di- kid. The, th- the social media thing is different than, than what Maurice Washington's dealing with though. The social media thing, uh, there's got to be more latitude on that because you're just saying stupid shit, right? You're you're young and you, man. Sometimes on on oftentimes on Saturdays when I get pissed up and I watch the Huskers, I say all kinds of stupid shit that I have to go back later and fucking delete because it was it was stupid at the time, you know. Like, uh, but I think like Maurice Washington, like that was different than social media because he was he texted it, uh, he texted a video of a girl who was underage at the time, but he was also underage at the time. So the fact that he still had it on his phone made it uh, illegal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just a stupid move. Like it was, yeah. it was a, a bad person move. Um, I don't necessarily think the guy's a bad person. I think he just did a bad person thing uh, as a young kid. And, and if I think about all the bad things I did when I was young, I did lots of stupid shit. Uh, I don't know if it, it never got to be that bad, but it was bad on different levels, you know? Um, but how long, do, how long do you think these kids should have to pay for, you know, the things they do when they're... Yeah, do, does they're, he lose a, a college different... scholarship and an opportunity to make something of himself? I don't think so. I think you, I, you know... You, I, I don't fucking know what you do to him. I, you can't kick him out of school, and you, that's like a... That's a terrible punishment. You've got to... You know, teach him and let it be a teaching moment that it was fucked up and it was a shitty thing to do. And if, you know, that's somebody's daughter or sister or, or you know, cousin or whatever, you don't it, you don't do that to chicks. Like, that's a shitty thing to do. You know? yeah. And we're keeping, obviously, this conversation very vague, guys. We don't want to go all the way down this rabbit hole. But, you know, from my perspective, guys, the one thing that if I could say anything to the audience out there, um, if you are a young person listening to this podcast, which I hope you're not because your parents are doing a terrible job at this point. Um, Just all jokes aside, guys. But if you are a parent, 
if you're a young person, please listen to this, okay? The internet is forever, guys. Um, you know, when I was growing up, and I'm sure, Chris, you can attest to this, we didn't have a permanent record of all the fucked up and stupid shit that we did. Um, you know, it lives in memories. We bring it some, up around. Some of us, some of us had a permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> for for us goody two shoes, we did. But anywho, <laughs> you know, we didn't have things living online for the foreseeable eternity that is going to be our lives. Um, you guys, you just got to be very mindful of what you do. And I'm, I'm sorry, you know, to say it to the generation now, you're going to have to think a little more than we ever had to when we were coming up, right? You could do some dumb stuff. Maybe five people knew about it. And it's probably ancient history at this point. But you do dumb stuff now at the age of 15. Guess what? In 10 years, you can still pull it up online because it's stored on a server in bumfuck Egypt somewhere in the middle of the United States. So you just have to be superiorly mindful of the situations you're putting yourself in, what you put out online, and know that you got to weigh the repercussions at this point because it's no such thing as being young and dumb anymore. That kind of went out the window when social media took over. But how did it work? How did it work when that uh, that dude from Virginia was in blackface in that yearbook and some peckerhead kept the the yearbook all these years? (laughs) That wasn't even social media. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you just gotta you just gotta be mindful at this point. Listen, I mean, those things are gonna continue to come up, but listen, you know, whether you you have a stance on whatever polarizing issue there is in America nowadays, just know if you speak your mind about it on social media, it will live there. So if you're not conscious enough to say, "Hey, that was a bad choice," let me go back and delete that. Just know it's going to live there. And, you know, when you got a troll, if you get some sort of notoriety or fame, uh, people are going to go looking. And some people have nothing better to do than to scroll through years and years worth of Twitter and Facebook and whatever data to dig up your uh, worst uh, thoughts and whatever the hell you were thinking. Damn it. So just. I'm deleting my Twitter. Now I got to go and delete my whole goddamn Twitter, Daryl. Way to just, go. Just delete your goddamn Twitter. But uh, <laughs> just, just it's my preachy moment. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Yeah. Let's it's move like, on. It's like Chris, the Chris more Lighten. you know. You're like one of those NBC commercials, motherfucker. Little stars and rainbow coming through. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, so let's, light, let's lighten this up. Uh, let's, let's take it out of this, this very dark dimension we've traveled into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, that, Chris. I think I, think <laughs> I did that. Yeah, you did. Ugh. Easy, easy. Well, at least our audience is learning something, right? We, you guys come here for some funny shit, right? And then you also get, you know, some learn, learning in you. Um, you know, we, S-A-M-R-T. We learned you something. Um, yep. You know, so we're, we're, we're an equal opportunity podcast, man. I think we do a good job entertaining the folks. And I also think we give them a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of that thing that they're thirsty for, right? They want to know a little bit more. We present them with thirsty for Thirsty for these nuts. Moving on. Uh, what else is going Fuck on? Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's these nuts. These What's nuts. up? What else is going on? Has it warmed up there in Chicago? You know what? No, dude. It is still Baseball weather there yet? Still no? balls cold. Um, I'm saying we go down to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania right now. We find that fucking groundhog and we <laughs> cover him in the most delicious barbecue sauce and put him on a spit because that little fucker couldn't get the weather right if he tried, okay? I am still freezing my nut sacks off up here in Chicago. And I'm sorry, but I will no longer rely on the predictions of a groundhog for this weather. Climate change is real. Punxsutawney Phil has not kept up with the times. 
Fuck him. Fuck Satani. And shit. fuck that bullshit. Okay. It is cold as fucking balls. All right. We're going to is... get down to negative two on Saturday and it's almost goddamn March. Okay. I'm over yeah. this shit. I need some warm weather. I need to be able to stick my toes in the water without them falling off, but I probably won't be able to do that till August. But anyway, I'm over it. Winter needs to end. I'm done. Wow. It was, it was 61 degrees here in Denver yesterday. Go fuck yourself. But today, but today was 24, so you know, it's it's figuring itself out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now nah, we're uh, we're getting close. I, I'm excited for Dallas this weekend because it's gonna be nice. I, I fucking hope. Um. Pack your shorts yeah. and your Air Jordan ones. I'm I'm packing my new Jordans because it'll be the first day I don't have no snow on the fucking ground to get them all dirty. I did sneak them out the other day to go to the store though. They look cool. Yeah, you sent me a picture of that, you you bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're dope. Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> they are dope. Uh, they are supremely yeah. dope. Uh, Cassie tried to talk me into buying him a pair of the uh, <laughs> the Spider Man Jordans. <laughs> he was like, "Please, Daddy, Spider Man's my favorite. I love him." And I was damn near to pull the trigger on him, and they were two hundred twenty dollars. And I was like, "You know what? You can kiss my ass." <laughs> I've, I've seen how you treat your shoes. <laughs> Yeah, you he's, can he's not sitting there with a warm cloth and a little soapy water at the end of the night. Rubbing he, you know, he damn sure isn't. <laughs> he damn sure isn't. I literally did that to Brighton's shoes the other night, and he was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Well, we take care of our shoes. We we don't look like assholes with dirty shoes." So I was, <laughs> I was teaching how to, to clean off their Air Maxes the other night. It was pretty cute. You are a good father, sir. I got to give it to you mm-hmm. on that one. Well, you got to do what you got to do. You got to teach him to keep things nice. Yeah, teach my kid how to keep his uh, Nike, what are they called, the Roushes. He loves those shoes, so I'm trying to teach him how to keep them clean. That's it. I, I mean, that's the only thing I – I mean, listen, I love Nike shoes, but, you know, and small rant here again, guys. Why the hell do they always put on the dopest fucking shoes a white midsole? It is the hardest thing to keep clean, all right? It's and, the worst. And when the bottom is white, oh, it's even worse. I, I just wish. I mean, I love the customized ID uh, thing that Nike's got going on because I go in there and I put a black bottom on that thing if I have a white midsole. But I usually black it out on the midsole and the bottom because I think that's a fresh, dope look. But I, ugh, when they do the white midsole, it just automatically turns me off to the shoe because I'm like, I'm never going to be able to keep this fucking thing clean. Yeah, It's, no, it's going to get dirty. Yep. Yep, and yep. That's just you got to accept that. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely have to accept the bullshit. Boom! That Spider Verse, uh, Spider Man, and the Spider Verse is out on fucking DVD right now, and I am pumped. That movie was legitimately cool. Yeah, it was totally dope, except for the fact that so you know, and I love my son to death, but we're sitting in the movie theater watching it, and he gets he got a little scared when the Kingpin came on. And so I told him, are you okay? Do you want to go? He says, yeah. Then he turns around and says, no, I want to stay. Then he kind of sat on my lap for a little while while we finished it and was just like, you know, I feel safe now. I feel good. And I'm like, all right. So we watched the rest of the movie. He was cool. But now I told him, I said, hey, look, you know, Spider-Man's coming out soon. Do you think we should get it? No, daddy. I'm scared of the Kingpin. He scares me. And I'm like, dude. He is pretty goddamn scary. He's just just big. He's a big dude. Yeah. But unfortunately, my kid's now terrified of the Kingpin and will no longer they, watch Spider-Man. And they, they go through stages like that. They, yeah. They're goofy. We tried, to, we tried to make ours watch Goonies the other day, and we didn't even... We got to the part where the, the fucking dead guy falls out of the ice cream when, 
when uh, Chung's Chung's in there getting that goddamn ice cream out. Rocky dead, rolled. The, yeah, yeah. The dead guy falls out the closet, and and Brett was like, "Nope, turn it off." I was like, "Come on, this, hey, nope, you we're done. guys." So I was a little disappointed in that, but yeah, it's you weird. Tell, you tell Brighton, shit. cousin Daryl said it is the greatest movie. Get past that part and enjoy. That. I tried to change her life. I tried. I tried. It's a great, fantastic movie. I mean, I, I just I, they don't make great movies like The Goonies anymore, right? I mean, storytelling yeah. just you know it was just fantastic. It was a superb film. It was cool. Hey, uh, let's uh, let's talk about Netflix recommendations. We seem to have been doing that lately. We can do that again. Do you have any new Netflix recommendations? What are you oh, currently watching man. on the flicks? Ooh, yeah. So Netflix. Um, so I'm going to switch it up to streaming service recommendations because oh, I have quite whatever. a few. Whatever. Um, we can't all so, be goddamn fancy. So one thing I'll recommend, if you have Hulu, uh, check out Tickled. Um, it's a documentary into this. About Robert Kraft? <laughs> no, too soon, too soon, because it would be too <laughs> soon for a documentary on Robert Kraft. <laughs> You're correct, sir. But uh, no, it's about this uh, underbelly world of um, tickle porn. Um, I'll just leave it at that. It's it's weird. It's twisted. And it'll make you scratch your head the entire way. But I thought it was. Well executed, definitely worth checking out. So that's tickled on Hulu. Um, on the Netflix, um, I am trying to get started on Umbrella Academy. Um, haven't been able to get that done just yet, but I've heard good things about it, decent things about it. Um, so I'm looking to get started into that. So those would be my two recommendations. Um, if you guys have checked either of those out, please hit us up on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you think about that. Chris, what are your recommendations, sir? Uh, I'm a little behind because uh, I just just got into The Punisher. I'm on season one of The Punisher on Netflix, okay. and that shit is tight. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I've been kind of resistant. I, I don't like to when – when my brother, he always overhypes shit. That's his problem. He mm. oversells things real, real hard, and then uh, a couple times I've been really let down, so – I well, like he told it. he was the one that told me you'd be good for this podcast. So, uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, he's a he's like the ultimate fucking hype man. Like if I was a rapper, he'd be the motherfucker behind me spinning the towel, going, "Yeah, yeah." Like he he's a hype man. Um, get your fucking hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he hyped he hyped that fucking show super hard, and uh, he did the same thing with Daredevil. And I thought Daredevil was kind of whack because of that fucking Karen girl. She irritated me, anyways. Uh, so I, I resist the Punisher hard. And then I turned on the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually fucking cool as shit." So I'm in on that. Um, well, don't worry, it's canceled. So I uh, know I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> um, Marshall Mathers alerted me to that. Um, uh, what is the other one that I was in on for a second? Oh, that Peaky Blinders. Have you checked that one out? Well, yeah, Peaky Blinders. Um, I actually watched most of the first season. I don't think I ever finished, but uh, from what I did get into at first, it was definitely a quality quality yeah, show. It was pretty cool. I'm I'm one episode into it. My uh, my buddies were talking about it a couple weekends ago when we were down there snowmobiling, and so we checked it out, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, guys, if you've got any feedback on those shows for us, please hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, at 2 Podcast, T-W-O-D-O-P-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. 
Um, slow it down on your own, guys, if that went too fast. But, uh, yeah, definitely hit us up. Let us know what you thought about those shows if you checked them out. And if you have some recommendations for Chris and I, please leave those yeah, um, something in the tight. comment sections. And uh, we'll uh, give it a look and we'll let you know in a future episode what we thought about the show. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Chris, I think we're about to hit the 40-minute mark. I know we wanted to give the fans uh, some, some stuff to chew on because we've been gone for two weeks, but now we're back. Back again. Guess who's back? Tell your friends. Okay, that's yep. enough. Um, but I think it's time for us to ride off Culture into the sunset, sir. What? what? Huh? The fuck? What? Did you just call me a culture vulture for no, 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 reciting no. something that was no. culture vulturing my culture? <laughs> yes, I fucking did. Fucking hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. That's how indoctrinated Slim is, though. That's that's what's up. He's that's in there deep. He's up. in there deep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was good. That was uh... well played, though. Well played, well played. Um, so before we head out of there, uh, one of our listeners, uh, I won't give his full name out here, but uh, Dr. Julian, who's a listener of us, uh, he just welcomed a baby into the world. So congratulations to you, Dr. Julian. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, keep spreading the word. And congratulations, congratulations, Dr. Congratulations on the new baby. Um, but that's going to do it for us, guys. I've been Daryl. And I've been Chris. Adios. And you guys have been amazing. See ya. Bye. Later.